Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. I'm your host, and we are broadcasting live here on Business Radio X. As you know, in every episode of Marketing Matters, we talk business, customer service, marketing, sales, and much more. Let me start by asking you to support those who care for this show. And that is Air Filter Sales and Service. You can find them, Google them, Air Filter Sales and Service with locations in Tucker and Marietta. But we're super excited to be back in the studio. As always, I'm joined by my illustrious co-host, Jane Bishop, janebishop.live, owner of Take the Next Step. Jane, how are you, my friend? Doing great, Ryan. How are you? I'm doing well. It's doing well. Time has, has been a crazy time, but I'm glad to be back in the studio. And Absolutely. S- and super excited to have two great guests today. We here are so fortunate. We have Grant Brondike. He's the founder of Presidential Relocation Services. Grant, how are you, my friend? I am doing great, Ryan. Thanks so much for having me on the show today. Absolutely. We're so glad you're here. And Daryl Watson, my friend, he's owner of State Farm Insurance and a long-term pastor. Got some unique perspectives. Uh, Daryl, thanks and welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Ron. Awesome. Well, let's start with uh, just why don't y'all jump in. Tell us a little bit about both of your background just so our listeners can know you better. Well, I, um, I really appreciate being on the show. And I'm going to jump in and just tell you all a little bit about me and my background and where I came from. So I own Presidential Relocation Services. We are a moving company that's based here in Metro Atlanta. And when I was in college, I worked my way through a moving company and uh, or I worked my way through college for a moving company. Glad you clarified that, Grant. (laughs) I was a little, you know, it must be the sound waves today. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, so I worked for a moving company all throughout college and I learned just kind of some of the deceitful things that are in this industry and some of the things that maybe I wouldn't do if I had owned my own company. And so as I was working through it, I worked through all the different asset or aspects of the business, the moving, the sales, the operations. And when I got close to the end of college, I felt like I could do something better. And so at the end of my college career, this was a year ago, um, last May, I launched my own moving company. And we have grown insanely fast over the last year. We're hiring people left and right, and we have really built a solid name for ourselves in the metro Atlanta area. And so that's really why I'm here. Um, we focus on putting people over profits and really offering the best service in our industry. And I know that y'all do that as well, and I'm really grateful to be a part of this community. Well, well I appreciate Grant, and, and we're going to go into more detail, and Jane will have some questions, but I want to make sure, um, you know, that's why I wanted you and Daryl to come on today, because it gives unique perspectives. Daryl, uh, you and I did an interview not too long ago, and you were saying it's really, for the first time, being a business owner and a pastor. Uh, unique experience and you you've done so much in your career so tell us a little bit about your your background when i was a senior in high school i felt a sense of call to the ministry went to mars hill college it's a little baptist school in the mountains of north carolina and uh studied psychology and religion then went on to seminary uh for 28 years i was a pastor and have an entrepreneurial spirit like Grant and uh, opened up a State Farm Insurance Agency about three and a half years ago. And it has been an eye-opening experience to be both a State Farm Insurance Agent and a 
pastor uh, to see things from a layperson's perspective. So from a pastor, let me apologize to all you lay people out there for all the demands that we put on you. That's awesome. Well, I know you can relate to that, Jane, because you've, you've been around, uh, you've been in both sectors as well. I have, absolutely. My dad was a retired pastor. We were talking before the show about he's a retired pastor, so I'm a PK, but he was also an Army chaplain, so the Army brat. So my friends love to tell me through the years, Jane, you've got the double whammy, <laughs> PK and Army brat. But there, it does provide a unique perspective. And I think for me, Daryl, I don't know about you, but those perspectives really enhance both what we do in the church sector and then what we do perhaps in the business, you know, the non-church sector, the business sector. What have you found about that? I think that um, caring for people is of utmost importance regardless of what context we find ourselves. So uh, being able to care for people and to do right by people and to put people first regardless of if you're in a business context or you're in the context of the church mm-hmm. and that you know i think that's what i brought with me after 28 years of experience within the life of the church and i see grant just chomping <laughs> at the bit our, our listeners segue. can't say it. a great segue because you alluded to that same core essential for your business grant yeah absolutely i and i definitely was i was chomping at the bit over here listening this way i drew it up in the playbook (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um you know it's funny i i go after the same thing and obviously i'm in the business sector and my whole mission like i said earlier is to put people over profits and the most important thing that i have found in being an entrepreneur and in launching a business on my own without any really without any help, without any financial backing, without anything like that, is that people matter. And if you really treat people right and you offer a fantastic service every single time, the money will come, the business will come, the contacts, the networking, everything will come from that base of putting people first. And I think that that is so cool that you alluded to that. And I think that so many businesses forget the customer service side of business. And that is by far the most important thing that you need to focus on whenever you're starting a business, whenever you're running a business, no matter what you're doing, because the customers are the ones that pay all of our salaries. They're the ones that do everything for us. And Ryan, what, one of my, to, to your point, Grant, that people have left off the customer service, and that's, I mean, that's another whole show. One of my beliefs of working with people in my business and experience is one of the reasons they do that is because they have not nurtured their leadership development skills and I know you're Ryan's going to jump in this because he and I are very passionate about we can have all the business aspects and the administrative and the operational aspects of a business but it's that internal leadership development that many business owners and team leaders do not invest time and energy in and that that is a gap and, and, you know, it came to me, uh, first I want to say, when you're talking about service, I want to say this, uh, there's no reason me to say this, that Gwinnett Business Radio X exudes customer service. Yes. I mean, I, mean, here, I, I can't say it enough. Amanda, Mike, and all of them, I mean, they yes. exude and make business easy. So I want to make sure anybody out there, I, thank you. Uh, Mike, you're free to <laughs> do it anytime. I like the yeah. sound effects because yes. he knows I can roll with it. Thank you. I'm waiting. Thank you. I'm, I, thank you very much. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank um, you. But, but secondly, Thinking to me, we were Memorial Day. We got away for a couple of days, my wife and I, and two of my younger, young, two of my youngest daughters of the three. And um, I said, you know what? Leaders lead. 
You know, it's as simple as that. There is no playbook or, or you know, what what has been the last three months. There's no like, well, you know, you're in insurance right now, you know, but there's no playbook of saying, what if uh, your business shut down for three or four months? I mean, what right. are we all figuring out on the fly? And some people I've saw have just stood around and looked at the ceiling, you know, like, well, you know, what do I do? Some people are just fearless. Some people go on, let's think, let's strategize, let's, let's. Um, so, but, but what I want to come back to the bottom line with both you guys and Jane and these guys I mentioned is you care. It's apparent. It's apparent from every conversation I've had, you care about the person. If you do the next right thing, the other stuff will follow. You guys agree with that? Yeah. I think when, when I was entering my, uh, last full-time pastorate, I called one of my mentors. His name was Dr. Joseph Godwin. And I said, Dr. Godwin, what is your prescription for a successful ministry? And he paused for a moment, and then he said, Daryl, he said, love the people. Love all the people. Love all the people all the time. Mm. And that has been something that has stuck with me throughout my ministry. And even when you love people, it doesn't mean you're going to get love back. Right. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of love put Jesus on the cross, but uh, I still think that is the prescription for success uh, in church work, in personal life, in the way we deal with waiters and waitresses. You just love the people all the time. Let me ask both of you guys. So, so, but you know, we have, and Jen and Jane and I have been friends for years, but you know, there's people that espouse you know love everybody and do that but but really doing it really doing it living it in a restaurant or whatever is that not the difference because you can talk about it oh man you know here's what i believe here's what but do your actions what you really come out of your heart are they the same because that's what people are really watching and if they see that not none of us are perfect far from but but going you you're really trying to live that same lifestyle you espouse and that's what you're talking about with growing your business I yeah mean, it's a big leap of faith absolutely and you know, I believe, going off of what you said, Daryl, when I started my business, well, actually, even before I started my business, when I was working my way through college, I used to be mentored by as many successful people as I could find. I would go knock on the doors of businesses and try to talk to their, their owners just because I thought they were successful and I wanted to learn from them. And there was a guy in, in Buckhead, and he owned a commercial real estate firm. And I thought that that's what I wanted to go into and all of this stuff. Long story short, he told me something that I will never forget about business. And this is when I wanted to be an employee of his instead of when I was actually going to run my own business. And he said, look, I have a lot of advice for you. I can tell you all kinds of things to run a successful business. He said, but if we boil this down to the very basis of what business is, he said, you need to honor God and serve people and the money will follow. And I have used that throughout my entire business career, even though it hasn't been very long, I have used that. And I tell that to people every single day that no matter what you're doing, no matter you know how difficult a customer may be, no matter how difficult a situation may be, no matter if your business has to shut down for three months because of some pandemic that you didn't expect, you got to honor God, you got to serve people. And the business and the money and the customers will follow that. Well, so, I want to say to Jane, that's something yeah. I was reading in your Facebook post or something that you were talking about, you know, getting back to that. Uh, I think just just reflecting on stuff about, you know, we can't we can only control what we can control. Right. And if we do the right things with the right intentions, you know, ultimately that stuff's going to follow the way it's supposed to. Right. Exactly. That? That's right. And to your point, Ryan, where people can 
verbalize and articulate those words all day long, but I'm curious if each of you could give us an example, a brief example of the experience when you encounter a, a customer, a client, or a potential customer or client, how are they going to experience that caring factor? Well, this morning... Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you didn't have to go back too far in I your memory. Not. There you go. So short-term memory, that's good. Uh, we, we received, uh, I received an email from a very angry customer that uh, did not understand uh, the good neighbor program where we are sending money back to our customers. And uh, so I, as kindly and respectfully as possible, responded to her. I called her on the phone, left her a voicemail message. Then I responded to the email. And fortunately, because I responded to her with dignity and respect, she immediately responded, thanks for your immediate response, and I appreciate this a great deal, and I've referred people to you, and I'm going to continue to refer people to you. So I do believe that when you encounter people who are angry, who are frustrated, who are upset, if you can treat them with dignity and respect, it tones things down, it nurtures relationships, and it ultimately will bring more business. That's a great example, current example. It's, it's a great thing. And, you know, one of the biggest things I've been passionate about and, and the mar- was a marketing show. One of my friends, we got to catch up during the pandemic, uh, written seven books. And, and he was one of the worst, uh, first ones to say, you got to pivot, you know, pivot with your doing, Ryan. And, and then he ended up getting the COVID-19. But the bottom line is, well, he has this book. And it's called The Marketing Rebellion. His last book, The Most Human Company Wins. And, you know, I don't. I have a lot of books I'm reading for a lot of things, and it's spot on because he was it was it was saying, and it's spot on right now because people are tired of saying your call is very important for us. The other day, I'll, you know, I'll say it, AT and T. We've had four technicians come out to my house with my internet. Not one of them's fixed it. So I have a nice Twitter following. I, I <laughs> tweeted at them. They got me to the office of the president, a specialist, and fixed it yesterday. Now. I now thank them online as well. But isn't that a little ridiculous? I mean, that we have to go to those steps. And they were like, oh, no, we'll get it fixed. But this is after weeks and weeks and weeks. And that's what people want. Not your call is important to us. Show us you're important to us. Exactly. So, Grant, do you have an example? Absolutely. And going off of Ryan's point right there, I believe that people do business with people, not companies. Amen. Amen. Yes. I think that the most important thing you can do, no matter what size your organization may be, no matter how many employees, how many jobs, how many customers you serve on a daily basis, I feel like people still need to feel that personal aspect. Um, And that's something that we really make an effort to do. Um, if you look into you know our reviews, they name people in all of our reviews. I, well, I don't want to say all, but sure. a huge percentage of the reviews they name people, and I love that. You know, I I don't want to hear, you know, this company did this or your call is very important to us or anything like that. I want to hear the person. You know, who did you work with and, and and things like that. And so, going off the original question that you asked, I think that the most important thing that you can do to solve these problems of difficult customers or you know the the people that get angry and trying to show love to people no matter what you're going through is keep that human component and you got to know that as a business owner or as a problem solver just like ryan said you got to learn how to pivot and as humans and as sinful people 
naturally, if someone attacks us, we want to go back after them. Right. And, you know, I know that as a man, I, I'm very much that way. And I think that the most important thing that we can do is take a step back and realize, okay, look, I understand where you're coming from. Let's see how we can pivot and make this right. And, you know, just like Daryl said, you know, he responded with dignity and grace to this person that was fairly angry at him and the whole situation turned. And I recently had a situation like that as well. And it wasn't any fault of, of our company. It wasn't any fault of, of anyone within the organization. There wasn't a huge damage, nothing like that. The customer just simply did not like the process in which things were done. And that's fairly difficult to understand, you know, because yes. it, it's the same process for everybody. And so long story short, I think that what the most important thing is, is recognizing someone else's perspective. And with this customer, they were elderly, they were struggling with a lot of things in their life, and it came out in this one final thing that yeah. made them angry. Sure. And so what I did is I stepped back and said, you know what, I can't solve this problem. You know, and, and I told him that. I said, there's nothing that I can do that is going to fix this right now. But I know someone who can. And I said, would y'all mind if I prayed with y'all? And I didn't know if they were believers. I didn't know anything like that. But I knew that I couldn't solve the problem right there. So we took a step back, and they welcomed the fact for me to pray for them. And I did, and the whole situation turned. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, the relationship has been smooth sailing, not one problem. And so I think keeping the human component involved in business and understanding people's perspectives is the most important way that you can fix any kind of issues. Well, what you both described, too, are great examples of a healthy emotional intelligence. And a lot of people don't realize that uh, we are wired for emotions, but recognizing that and how to utilize and leverage those emotions for decisions. So not only are those great examples of how you demonstrate your caring, but how you both have healthy emotional intelligence in that. And I, I want to add one other thing. You know, it's funny, the uh, getting older Ryan would tell, I'm not even counting candles anymore, would tell a 10-year younger Ryan something different. There's many things now, telling how to respond, but it's the timing. Uh, there's things that, you know, I want to respond to, but i got to think through being in the mindset of, am I ready to listen? In other words, you can't let it sit too long, but not just, okay, I heard you now, let me tell you my point of view. That doesn't work. I mean, you've got to be willing to say that, hear them out fully, like seek first to understand and then to be understood, or don't fire off that email in response because it's going to backfire. And there's things I wish I would have done 10 years ago that I could go back in time and go, just let it ride 24 hours. Not necessarily your customer thing, but going is this email really going to come across the right way? Or if me and Jane and I are working on something, should I just pick up the phone tomorrow and call her versus send an email that's going, I'm not following what you're saying. Generally, those phone conversations uh, are, are five minutes in a positive thing, but it can be confusing in the written word. And so I think we, you know, in marketing and communications, we got to remember that human being is not just dealing with that one message from us. They got, and especially in this time, people got a lot of emotions, to your oh, point, built sure. up, oh. right, Jane? I mean, there's a lot of stuff, and, and we've been separated as humans, and this is a lot going on. It, it, there's a lot of amygdala hijacking going on, and that's another whole subject. <laughs> what did you, you call want, that, mental hijacking? Amygdala, where oh, your amygdala, amygdala okay. is hijacked. Oh, that, that is the center right. part like of the that. brain where our emotional center is. And if people want to know more, they can they can reach out to me or you, either one. Yeah, but they anyway, reach but out to you because I'm not sure I can even pronounce that <laughs> in one sentence. But I'm curious, now that you've, you've given us both a situation, Daryl and Grant, 
Okay, a lot of people are saying, okay, that's great. I get the customer service, the caring. But tell me, why? what sets your business apart? Why should I do business with you? How would you answer that and, question? And what you guys do, because we haven't actually yes. said both of those things. The, in, in my agency, one of the things that we try to do is help each of our customers to develop and maintain a plan protection portfolio. And what we try to do is tailor the insurance to their personal context, to their personal situation in life. And it takes time, it takes conversations, it takes continually evaluating and re-evaluating where people are in life. And it takes just having that personal relationship to know my child is about to graduate from college or we've experienced a death or we've experienced a birth. So uh, developing and maintaining that plan protection portfolio helps us to create that relationship and it must be maintained over time. Okay, good. Yeah. How about you, Grant? Absolutely, and I really appreciate that question because I love answering it. So I don't know if a lot of you know a whole lot about the moving industry. But I do. You I, do? Okay. I know enough about the people who've done it wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it seems like every single person that you talk to that is about to move, you know, the home selling process should be exciting. Either you're downsizing because you're an empty nester or you're upsizing because your family's growing or, you know, it's usually an exciting, an exciting process. But the most dreadful part of the home buying and selling process is moving and most people don't realize that they they think of you know the whole process and then they don't think of the actual move and it's really unfortunate that the moving industry is so deceitful and what we do is we try to take an assessment of how we can best serve each customer and each family so we're not going to say hey look this is our hourly price if you can't afford us then man that stinks for you we like to go into a quote and say okay what is your budget let's find what we can do within your budget because we want to serve every single family that we can now some customers will say hey look we really don't care what it costs y'all come in y'all pack us y'all move us let's just get it done stress-free and we we love to do that but what really makes us different is that we're willing to work with every single customer no matter what if they say hey look you know i really need help because i physically cannot do this well i'll say okay Let's get a budget. Let's figure out what you're willing to spend because I know that you can't do this. And we will best accommodate your budget in any way that we can. So let's say that your budget is you know $2,000 and you have a fairly large house. Well, you know what? You can probably move boxes yourself or you can invite friends over and y'all can move boxes. So what we'll do is say, okay, look, this is the budget. This is what we can do. We can move all the furniture. You take care of this. Or we can do all the boxes and you take care of this. So I think what makes us unique is number one, we put people above profits and we really focus on the customer service side of the business. And number two, we make it our effort to cater to every single person that's looking to transition into a new house. That's, that's awesome. He likes that people above profit. You know, he said that three several times now. So I think well, it's a people above profit that he really wants us to get. What do you think, Ryan? Well, you know, but he, but you know, the thing is, talking to Grant at length, and he, he he's lit, he's living there. Yes. You know, and so when you're passionate about something, I know what you're saying, but when you're passionate about something, it's just it's just you know that's what you do. And 
you know, Grant and I were working on something not too long ago together, and you know, we did something very similar. And you know, without going into details, and I didn't even know that was his philosophy. And I, I was saying, all right, let me see. I got some ideas in my head. In other words, trying to custom tailor, because Daryl, I know you do some writing, do some other things for us. You try to custom tailor and say, all right, Joe Blow is 55, and Nancy is 25, and so and so is 80. Their needs are all unique. There's absolutely. Just, you know, and you got, and that's what you do, right? That's absolutely right. I mean, a lot of people will try to. Uh, fit the individual into the product uh it's the same way that some people do within the context of the church and tucker baptist where i'm doing an interim pastor is unique and every family is unique and you have to go into that understanding the uniqueness of every person the uniqueness of every situation and tailoring things to fit the church, tailoring things to fit the individual or the family, it, it takes time, energy, but in the long run, it is best for me and it is best for the other. Yes. No yes. doubt. Well, the, 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 I just want to say, the cookie cutter approach, I mean, and that's what you have. You know, yeah. Jane, you know, for those tuning in, you run an amazing training, development, coaching business, and she's helped coach me on a number of things, even when. She was getting paid zero dollars, but she was coaching me to finish my doctorate in leadership. We're getting there, Jane. Two good, more terms. Good, good. But, but you know, in all seriousness, everybody needs that. But it's it's not like, a, hey, here's what I offer A, B, C, or you know, okay, I'll choose B. Everything I've ever done in my getting long career is sometimes tell me, Daryl Grant, tell me what are you trying to accomplish? You know, tell me, let's see if there's a fit. And I think you, you we've actually even had this conversation. And you talk, and I listen, and say, what what about this idea? And then what if I did this? What if you did this? How does that sound? And if you say, I, I can't do that, I don't like it, that's fine. Well, let me see what I can do for you, you or, or vice versa. And we, we're friends, and we'll move forward. And when you have those relationships, there's no, I'm not selling you anything. Right. You, you know, there's either fit, and you'll find people, Grant reached out to me a few weeks ago about something, and we hadn't talked in quite a while, and I was like, it, it gave me reaffirmation of going, when you plant those seeds the right way, for no other reason, we talked when I was in Houston, the timing has to be the right timing, and it that's is, amazing. It is, and finding that fit, I've often used the metaphor of a, it's like an alignment on the car. When you drive a car that's out of alignment, it's not a very smooth ride. Right. So when pe- when we're out of alignment with our core values, and then we try to fit, like you said, Daryl, try to fit the person into the product, it's, it's not going to work at all. I'm reminded of one of the current phrases in the current world that we live in this pandemic you know everybody likes to say well we're all in the same boat Mm. and then somebody came out and said no we're not in the same boat we're having the same we're having this experience of COVID-19 but different people are in different boats absolutely and I thought that was very uh very powerful to be mindful of that it's just like people are gonna have to find their new normal do you wear a mask or not you know I do and there's really no right or wrong to that question. No, there's you not. know, I, I look at everybody. Everybody's a human being and says, okay, where do you feel comfortable? So if you're helping them move their house, and they're like, I don't care. Just trying to hit our stuff too hard when you drop the box. Yeah. Or somebody's like, don't let it touch this. Or if somebody's with insurance saying, I need to understand this. I'm not good at reading this stuff. Well, you, you've got to approach that differently than you go on. Well, I assumed you understood what I put in front of you. Absolutely. Right? That's absolutely right. You just have to take time and... Uh, understand people yes 
Well, and, and that's the same with um, you. Know, so let's talk a little bit. First of all, tell uh, both of you guys. Take a second. We'll start with Grant. Uh, how people can reach you? Phone numbers, websites, email. They've had they they want to relocate. You're hiring, by the way. You said. Yeah, absolutely. That's good news. It's awesome news. We're growing super fast. You should be proud of yourself. You get one year in, you get punched in the face nine months in, and you're still standing. So good for you. I'm proud yeah. of you, man. That's awesome. Well, so, I could we have another it. round of applause? Yeah. For our sound guy. You know, he's a little slow know? with the tennis elbow. Oh, Hey, back in the day, he would have had that on cue. That's all right. A little cortisone shot would be good to get. All right, go so ahead. Grant. Go ahead, all right, all right. No, no, they're, the, they're the crazy. <laughs> Late night <laughs> show. Okay. Um, yeah, so we definitely are hiring. We're growing really fast. And that is something that, you know, as a small business owner, has been such a blessing for us that through the craziness of the coronavirus and everything that's going on, we've actually been able to hire people. As a lot of people are laying folks off, we're bringing folks on. It's great. And that's been such a blessing for me as a young business owner because I started this company when I was 22 years old and now I'm only 23 years old just a year later and we are pushing up on 30 employees and we need more because we have more business than we know what to do with and so what people can do is they can find us at presidentialrelocation.com or they can shoot us an email to info at presidentialrelocation.com and that's the best way for anybody that's looking for a job, anybody that is looking to relocate, um, that's really the best way to find us is, is either through that email or on our online platform. Okay, Ron, I got to ask yeah. real quick. Okay, what's the what's the story behind the name of the company? Oh my goodness. Just real quick. Okay, so I was actually going to buy a moving company, and it had a name that just it just hit. You know, it it just sounded professional, and so I was like, you know what? I was driving home, and I was like, I need a name that just when people hear it they know that we're different and the president was actually in atlanta this this weekend or this this day that i was driving home and they said something about the presidential motorcade is going blah 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 blah. and i was like oh my goodness that's it and because with that name you automatically expect service you know if you're the president you get the presidential treatment and you get the service you get the white glove you get everything and i was like you know what that's how we're going to treat people's houses so Good. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I just, I just yeah, had to welcome. get that in. All right, <laughs> Daryl, to you. And you can uh, just put in Daryl Watson State Farm, Google it, uh, or call me at 770-910-3399. We, too, are hiring, ass- assembling a team that cares about people, that understands products, that tries to tailor uh, coverages to meet the individual's needs or family's needs is a difficult process so we too are searching for a sales team member and would love uh, anybody who has any kind of experience with working with folks if you have insurance license that's even better uh, but uh, i'd love to uh, love to have someone well you know i just want to say it is nice to hear this and a business related show people are hiring yes. this, is the, this is the side of news this is the whole premise of business radio x and in the Gwinnett studio here talking about the positive things happening up there because sometimes they're never ever talked about and so that's why uh, it's nice to hear grant you have one more thing there bud yeah i do so daryl did a good job of explaining what they're hiring for and i didn't do that so we're hiring for all kinds of positions sales positions um, operations positions and even moving positions. So, Mike Salmon, go to mikesalmon.com. He can help you uh, with all your moving needs. Uh, I'm going to buy that domain. Too. I'm just playing. No, that's awesome. That is that is. Uh, 
it's great to hear you guys are doing that. And I can just vouch personally uh, for Grant and Daryl, just two first class people and who, who really do walk the walk. And uh, man, it's fun to, to be back in the studio. Uh, yeah, it is. And, and have some encouraging good news, like you say. And I, I have one final fill yeah, in the blank absolutely. for our two guests. Yeah. I'd like for both of you just to fill in this statement. I am glad I started my business so that. So that I can help people to manage the risk of everyday life, recover from the unexpected, and realize their dreams. Four more years right there. <laughs> well, he's got my vote. I'm voting right in candidate. Daryl Watson, you heard it here first. Okay. All right. He was prepared for that question. Yeah. I'm over here thinking <laughs> you, can, about you just can't use people before profits. That one's off. Okay. So you got to pick something right. else. That one's off the table. I'm playing with so it. the entire reason that I started my business was to serve people. And I love helping people and making an impact on people's lives. And if I get to do that in one of the most stressful times of your life, then at the end of the day, I am happy. That's awesome. Well, Ryan, this has been great to have Grant and Daryl on the show. Our first show back after the yeah, COVID-19. You, you know, we looked at, we were looking, and I was listening to the show. We were talking right before, a few months ago, and, you know, this stuff was in its infancy, and who would have thought? But, but you know, we only have a certain amount of time, uh, you know, and, and during this time, I hope, you know, our listeners who, who are joining us have been so uh, loyal to us with a great audience have, have rediscovered things about themselves or maybe things they took advantage of. I mean, uh, took for granted. You know, like I love sports, all this stuff. I didn't even say Daryl over there has got. He's got all these Ironman things he's done. So <laughs> I was yeah, gonna. I was, the, the Texas uh, Ironman. Yeah, so. I was gonna say he he won Texas Ironman. I won the Georgia Ironman. But yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he, my, mine was not quite. A, <laughs> the uh, Ironman was the grilling. Iron right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike always tells me to go in and three fourths the way through and just act like I'm really sweaty. And you know, it works until they go as the blind guy again. Get I, him out. But uh, you, I can wear a face mask and get away with that. So, uh, but no, in all seriousness, we uh, I want to I want to tell. So we've got uh, Grant uh, Brondike. Thanks again, President, uh, founder of uh, Presidential Relocation Services. Thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely, it's been a pleasure. And Daryl Watson, owner of uh, the State Farm, uh, Grace and Daryl, man, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you very very much. You're welcome. And it's Jane Bishop, my co-host, Jane Bishop Live. It's good to be back with you, my friend. Likewise, Ryan. All right. Well, folks, thanks for joining us on another Marketing Matters here on Business Radio X. Again, please support those who care for this show, Air Filter Sales and Services in Tucker and Marietta. Thanks to our great guests in the studio for making it a great show. Uh, for my ho- co- co-host, Jane Bishop, Ryan Sowers, you've been listening to Marketing Matters. And until next time, folks, make your marketing matter. <laughs>